0: What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Taylor, host of the Draft Takeover Podcast here on the Takeover Sports Network. And on this episode, I'm going to be talking about the latest NFL blockbuster trades that are going on around the league. It's got to feel like it's the NBA right now. And that is Deshaun Watson going to the Browns, Devontae Adams headed to the Las Vegas Raiders, and the latest Tyreek Hill, that's right, the Cheetah going to Miami to play with the Dolphins. Now, Roger Goodell, the commissioner at the podium. The Kansas City Chiefs select... Patrick Mahomes, the second, oh. quarterback. Oh. San Diego Chargers select Eli Manning, quarterback Mississippi. Ozzie Newsom, even though this is his last draft, he's trying to get ahead of the curve, something he's done throughout his career. My family was there. We were all excited. And thank God I got, I got picked here. This has been the craziest offseason in NFL history. It feels like all these major big-name players, which never happened, something that I talked about uh, before the offseason, is we don't see a lot of movement going on around the league, but they just completely blew that out of the water, and they are defying the odds in this offseason and just doing things that we didn't predict would happen at all. So before I get started, I have to tell you all about an exciting uh, new sponsor for the show, and that is Prize Picks. And Prize Picks is honestly one of my favorite apps to use. I downloaded it right away, and I started jumping in on the March Madness um, props and stuff with all the players with points, rebounds, assists, and stuff like that. One of my first three games, actually. But Prize Picks has a ton of stats to choose from, including points, rebounds, assists, three pointers, stuff like that. And Prize Picks allows you to mix sports injuries. So you can take the overall LeBron uh, with his points. And then you can jump over to college basketball or you can jump over to hockey. It doesn't matter. They have you covered on all sports. Like I said, NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball, MLB, you name it. Everything going on right now, Prize Picks is the place to be. Like I said, it just gives you a lot of fun to come on these, you know. Games you're not just throwing down bets on like money line and stuff like that. It's more of like a daily fantasy, picking player stats on the over and under, um, and putting them together, and just playing a fun game. It adds a lot of excitement to March Madness. Um, so instead of betting on these upsets that are gonna happen, bet on these stats and all these players who are taking over in March Madness. So go over to Prize Picks and use the promo code Takeover for a hundred percent deposit bonus. So when I deposit fifty bucks, I got fifty bucks extra to play for. Now, I've been letting it run through all of March Madness. I'm excited to keep this going uh, for the NBA, for MLB, MMA even, which is one of my favorite uh, sports to take a look at uh, for fantasy-wise. But like I said, guys, hell, over to prize picks. They have the hookups that you need. And one player prop that we did not see coming was Deshaun Watson heading over to the Browns. Now, I've said all along, I think Deshaun needs to go to Cleveland because of the roster. But it seemed like it came down to the NFC South with the Panthers, the saints and the Falcons. And it really looked like he was going to the Falcons. You know, that's his hometown in Atlanta. A lot of, you know, rumors and stuff going around on Twitter saying he was headed to Atlanta. And then boom, last second, Cleveland comes in and says, Hey, you know what? We are going to give you your full five year, $230 million contract guaranteed for you to come play in Cleveland. And, You know, I don't really blame him. He looks at the roster. He looks at his contract. And for obvious reasons, I would have been in too. But Deshaun Watson is a 26-year-old, not only franchise quarterback, but franchise-changing football player. You know, I'm not going to talk about all the -the off-the-field stuff. It is what it is. You know, it's unfortunate. Everything has been going on. It doesn't look like he's going to be charged. That's a whole nother episode, another show that we could talk about. But I just want to focus on Deshaun Watson, the football player, and what this means for the Browns and the Texans moving forward player-wise. The Browns are receiving, like I said, a 26-year-old quarterback who just in 2020 threw 78% completion percentage, 4,823 yards, 33 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. And I believe he had Brandon Cooks and he had uh Will Fuller for like half a season, a little bit over half a season, something like that. But still, Deshaun Watson is the real deal. There's there's a reason why a lot of teams were on hold, like waiting to see what happened with this guy. You know, the Saints, Panthers, like I said, there's, the Seattle was interested. The Steelers said they kind of backed out last minute. There was a lot of teams. If you needed a quarterback, your name was in the Deshaun Watson sweepstake. because acquiring a player like Deshaun Watson does not happen often. It's rare. So the Browns sent over the 13th overall pick and the 107th overall pick from the 2022 draft, and then also sent over a round one pick for 2023, a round three pick for 2023, and then a round one and a round four pick for 2024. So it's a big overhaul, but that's to be expected with Deshaun Watson. We knew that. We knew it was going to be multiple firsts. We knew it was going to be... Uh, extra picks beyond that. We knew it was going to be an overhaul, and we knew there was going to be a large contract. Like I said, the full $230 million guaranteed deal, I think that is absolutely what was the nail in the coffin for Deshaun Watson. But like I said, you also have to take a look at that roster. You know, you see the, the AFC North. The Bengals were just in the Super Bowl. Steelers are kind of rebuilding. The Ravens. The Ravens just can't get over that hump. Like They're a good team, but they just can't make it and go on this run. They can't get past the playoffs. They just stumble at the end of the season. They just can't put it together. So if you're the Browns, you feel really good about this. You have your franchise quarterback for the next five years, however long he decides to stay in Cleveland. Like I said, he's only 26 years old. This isn't some 34, 35-year-old washed-up vet on the end of his career. This is a young quarterback who can change your franchise with a snap of a football. And like I said, you have Nick Chubb, Cream Hunt, still for now uh they have a lot of young pieces like felton who looked like a great offensive weapon for them obviously uh johnson came out of nowhere as a running back last year when they needed him popped off in his one big game uh that he got the opportunity you get amari cooper for nothing essentially now that we see a lot of these deals and stuff don't know why dallas let amari cooper go you just signed grant as another wide receiver special teams guy for you uh donovan people jones is another guy that they like out of Michigan that they've had for a little while. David who they've kept. They got rid of Hooper. Um, they also have uh, Harrison Bryan, another young tight end that they drafted last year. So they have a lot of young pieces on offense, and then a legit defense with Greg Newsome, Denzel Ward, Greedy Williams, uh, Miles Garrett, uh, Jeremiah Moore. They have a lot of really young guys on this team, and I think Deshaun Watson can really just push this team over. I think they need one more. I say a wide receiver too. I say Amari Cooper's obviously a wide receiver one. I think he's gonna do amazing things with Deshaun Watson. Like things did not look good for Amari Cooper having to deal with Baker Mayfield until Deshaun Watson was traded to the Browns. And he's like, oh, I feel good about this. I have my quarterback. We're gonna put up big numbers, but I think they still need to add another wide receiver on the outside. You know, they have, a, they have some picks that they can use. Even though they traded away a lot of their picks, they still have a second-round uh, pick this year, pick 44. They have a third, pick 78, and pick 99. They have a fourth and a sixth, and then two sevenths. So they have seven 2022 picks this year that they can still build around. And we've talked about how deep this wide receiver class is, how deep the edge class is. This is where they really, really need help, the D-line. You know, don't know with Clowney and so what, but Miles Garrett needs help. They need interior D-line help. They need some edge help on the other side. And Like I said, they need another wide receiver. So I can see absolutely in the second round, you'll find a wide receiver. You'll find a wide receiver in the third round if that's how you want to go. And same with edge and same with interior D-line there's a lot of great value in this draft. So I don't think the Browns are hurting at all pick-wise to where it's like, oh, we don't have enough to keep building. They already had a really good roster on paper, one of the best rosters in the NFL at the time, and now all these teams are moving pieces around, going all in like the Rams did last year. But still, they have the picks to keep building this offseason and maybe give the Bengals a run for the AFC North. I'm really interested to see what those betting odds look like for the Browns to win the AFC North, and I know. The Bengals were just in the Super Bowl. I get it. Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, the Swagger, everything. Their offensive line's gotten better. They're finally signing guys. I got little Collins, so on, so on. I get it. I still have questions about the defense. They still need a, a dominant corner. They still have a couple missing pieces there. And you just don't know, like, was it a one-year thing for the Bengals? Or is this a legit long-term, you know, success for the Bengals? So I'm interested to see that. But don't discount how good Deshaun Watson is. And, I mean, we saw what he did on a terrible Texans team. Like I said, you know, Brandon Cooks was good, and Will Fuller was good at the time as well. Not saying that he was, you know, working with nobody. But still, that was such a poorly ran organization and team. And Deshaun Watson showed success and was a leading passer in 2020 with some outrageous numbers. So, like I said, don't forget about it. But Deshaun Watson to the Browns has huge ramifications. I don't think people really realize how big this move is until the season gets going. Like, we're like, uh-oh, you know, Deshaun Watson's traded to the Browns. This is a huge. Every day, it was just like another, another story, more breaking news. Adam Schefter was on the TV. Poor guy looked rough every day, not sleeping at all. But I think you're really going to see these moves and how much impact they have once the season gets going and once you see Deshaun Watson on the field Throwing to Amari Cooper. Like, come on now. That's that's outrageous. If you're a Browns fan, you're excited about this. Like I said, I'm not going to, you know, bring the political, political side of it, the, you know, the charges and stuff like that, the off-the-field stuff. On the field-wise, you're excited if you're a Browns fan. You have to be. And then another big bomb drops, Devontae Adams to the Las Vegas Raiders. I did not see this coming at all. This was probably... One of the more surprising ones this offseason. You know, I knew Russ was probably going to leave. You know, I I figured, you know, Rodgers was going to return to Green Bay. So on, you know, Tom Brady coming back, big shocker. But Devontae Adams leaving Aaron Rodgers after he decided to come back and stay. Devontae Adams said, look, I got my guy Derek Carr. We used to play at Fresno State together. We put up some video game type numbers. It is my dream to play for the Raiders in that black and silver, and my God, it looks good. I love this pickup for the Raiders. And you you have to do a a pickup like this. You have to have some altering big pickup when you have the Chiefs, the Broncos making their moves, the Chargers. I don't even want to talk about all the other moves that have been going on. I I could talk about an hour about just what the Chargers have done with Khalil Mack and so on. Then, like I said, with Russ and the Broncos, the AFC West is Madden fantasy mode. Like when you when you do or franchise mode when you do a fantasy draft, that's what the AFC West looks like. You just pick the best players available. Like, ah, yeah, I'll get Russell Wilson. Ah, yeah, I'll get you know Khalil Mack. Yeah, give me Bosa. You know, so on. Give me Travis Kelsey. That's fine. I'll just take the best players in the league and put them in the AFC West. That's what's going on. And now you add the best wide receiver in the NFL, I'd say easily for the last, what, three, four years. Devontae Adams, he's the best route runner, the best best contested catch guy, in my opinion, in the NFL. Like Devontae Adams does it all. Yeah, it helps when you have Aaron Rodgers dropping absolute nukes to you. Most pinpoint accurate throws I've ever seen in my life. But still, Devontae Adams is a dominant wide receiver. And like I said, him and Carr played together at Fresno State. Listen to these crazy numbers. First off, this is unbelievable. Derek Carr had 5,083 passing yards in 2013, 50 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, over 5,000 yards, and over 50 touchdowns in one season. Devontae Adams had 131 catches, For 1,719 yards and 24 touchdowns. Come on. I don't care if you're playing in the MAC, if you're playing independent, if you're playing D3. 1,700 yards as a wide receiver against people your age is outrageous. Derek Carr had three wide receivers over a 1,000 yards that, that year. And people... Said, oh, I don't get the Derek Carr hype. I don't understand why he went so high. I don't understand why people were so high on him. Put some respect on Derek Carr's name. If Devontae Adams, and look, the Packers came out and said, we offered more money than the Raiders. If Devontae Adams saying, no, I'm going to go play with my guy Derek Carr, we're going to sling that rock over what he's been having with Aaron Rodgers, You know, guaranteed number one target in the stacked AFC West, the NFC is yours for the taking. Yeah, you gotta worry about the Rams. Yeah, you gotta worry about the Bucs. 49ers possibly. But still, you can just wreak havoc in the NFC. But he said, no, I'm gonna go up. I'm gonna go into the AFC West, fulfill my dream, play with my guy. We've got this connection. He's got Hunter Renfro. He's got Josh Jacobs. He's got Darren Waller. Man, that the Raiders might have. Well, the Dolphins might have something to say about this, but the, the Raiders possibly have the best separating wide receivers and maybe tight end, Waller's a beast, in the NFL now. And Derek Carr is going to put up some crazy numbers. Now, what does this mean for the Packers? If you're the Packers, please, for the love of God, draft a wide receiver. I'll mention it in the next with Tyree Kill. They just lost uh, MVS, the Packers did. He's headed to the Chiefs now. Uh, Marquez Vandes, Scandling. I mean, you have to get a wide receiver, if not two. Like right now, I'm calling Julio, I'm calling Jarvis, and watch—they're gonna get signed as soon as I publish this video. You gotta call for You need you need a vet wide receiver. And don't tell me Alan Lazard. Don't tell me Randall Cobb is good enough. You need a vet wide receiver. I would have loved to see uh, Alan Robinson go to the Packers, but he's on the Rams. But you need a you need a vet wide receiver, and you need to draft a wide receiver, something that you have not done. Please, for the love of God, do not go draft. Matt Crow, <laughs> Devin Ritter, please, for the love of God, don't do that. This is your one shot. You have, in 2022, two first-round picks, pick 22, pick 28. In the second round, you have pick uh, 53 and 59. And in round three, you have pick 92. Uh, you have two picks in round four. You have a fifth and two sevenths. So you have 10, 10 total picks in this draft. I got a Mario Rodgers last year, too. I like Mario Rodgers coming out of Clemson. But still, you have to draft one wide receiver, if not two. You're, you, you brought back Tunyon. I think it was yesterday or the day before. Thank you. That was big. When he's healthy, he's a great tight end target for Rodgers. He loves him. But you need help at wide receiver. Now more than ever. Devontae Adams is gone. What does life after Adams look like? And this is going to say a lot about Aaron Rodgers. like I I feel comfortable saying skill-wise, he's the best quarterback in the league, and he has been since Peyton Manning. That's just my opinion. You can disagree with that. You can say Tom Brady is, but skill-wise, Aaron Rodgers has been my number one quarterback. This is going to tell me a lot. What does he do without Devontae Adams? Can he get a young guy going quick? Can he come in with a, a vet and get that connection right away? That is what I'm waiting to see. Like I said, the Raiders, they're living good out there. Adams has this five-year, $140 million contract. He's got his buddy back. The Packers, they got some picks out of it, a first and a second. This year, pick 22 and pick 53. But what do you do with that? Your D-line needs help. You need some edge rush help. You need wide receivers. Bad. Take a wide receiver first. Maybe an edge guy after that. Or if not, two really good wide receivers. If you get like Drake, London, Jahan, Dotson, good God. Chris Olave, Josh, uh, Jahan Dotson. said Josh Dotson. Jahan Dotson, something like that. Good. Yeah, that is a great draft already. Like, I don't care. Pick two. You need it. You need all the wide receiver help you can get if you're the Packers. You have to compete with the Vikings this year. I'm not worried about the Bears. I'm not worried about the Lions. The Vikings? Like, I don't know. What do they look like? New head coach. Finally. Can Kirk Cousins ride the numbers? We'll see. You know, you've owned the NFC North for so long. What does it look like without Adams? I'm excited to see this. I want to see Rodgers just go full force mode. And the fact that Rodgers knew about the trade talks, I don't know if he thought it would actually happen. But the fact that Rodgers knew about these trade talks, and he said, I don't care, I'm coming back. I don't care. To me, that is one of the the baddest things Rodgers has ever done. And like I said, I don't know if he knew it was going to happen. I don't know if he was just like, hey, maybe I'll ride this one now. We'll see. But still, the fact that he was willing to come back without Adams possibly says a lot. Now reward the guy. Go all in on these last few years, however long Rodgers decides to play. Give him some weapons. Or worst case, build for the future. Like Whoever it is, I don't think it's love. But build for the future. Put your name in there to win the NFC still. like I think it's still possible for the Packers because you have Rodgers. You have a really good young defense that overplayed expectations last year. Like I said, a lot of young guys now keep it going. Aaron Jones is back. AJ Dillon solid line. Keep things going. If you're the Packers and just maybe you're watching the Raiders get beat up on by the Broncos chiefs and chargers. And Adams is like, man, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this wasn't the right decision. Maybe it was, but still, Please, for the love of God, draft a wide receiver. If not two, I will go, I will clap for you. If you draft two straight wide receivers in the first round, I'm clapping for you. Like I'm like, respect. You, at least you owned up to it. Finally, Green Bay. Now, the third one, the most recent, Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins. I, to me, this, like I said, this was probably the most shocking outside of. Devonte Adams, just because I knew, De- I, I always thought Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers were a package deal. If, if Rodgers comes back, then Adams is going to get the tag where he's going to get his long-term deal, like whatever. They're going to happen together. So as soon as Rodgers came back, I was like, all right, well, Adams is going to get paid. Adams is going to play on his tag. Whatever didn't happen. Rodgers stayed. Adams is gone. But Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins. Holy smokes. Literally smoke, because that's what's going to happen when you have Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle running routes down there. It's just outrageous. I, I got to pull up all the notes that, you know, all the moves that the the, uh, the Dolphins have made in this free agency period because it's a lot. Not only do you get your offensive-minded coach with Mike McDaniel from the 49ers, you add Teddy Bridgewater, good backup. Like, it's needed. Tua has his injuries. I so love Tua. Obviously, you know, Alabama fan, love Tua to death. Y'all know that. I think the the offense – and these wide receivers fit what Tua does well and what he had at Alabama with Jalen Waddell, Devontae Smith, Jerry Judy, these fast guys who get off the line quick and make explosive plays after they catch the ball, whether it's two yards deep, five yards deep, ten yards deep, that is what Tua thrives in. It's not just because he has a weak arm. I think he has a good arm. But I I think he excels when his wide receivers can make big plays because he leads with anticipation. That's how he throws the ball. You know, he, he can make some, you know, plays with his feet. He's not, you know, Lamar or anything like that. But I think we're going to finally see a legit Tua this year. And I'm hoping so not even just as an Alabama fan, but I just generally think that he wasn't given, you know, love Flores as a coach, not an offensive minded guy, you know, straight up defensive minded guy. Hence why he's in Pittsburgh right now on defense. But now you have a Mike McDaniel offensive genius and who got, he went out and got his guys. He's got chase Edmonds. Great pickup. Roheem Oster knows him very well from the 49ers. Same with Trent Shurfield from the 49ers, wide receiver. Um, Preston Williams, Cedric Wilson from the Cowboys, tagged Mike Yusecki. That was a huge thing. And probably the biggest, obviously, outside of Tyreek Hill, was Teron Armstead coming over five-year, $70 million deal from the Saints, which is a huge loss for the Saints, by the way. If you're Jameis Winston, you are <laughs> very concerned. But Miami's making moves, and I get it. The Bills are in your division. The, you're not going to win the division. The Bills are probably going to win the Super Bowl. They were already pretty high, and then they go get Von Miller, add some key depth pieces, you know, some other big names. The Bills, in, in my opinion, if I had to throw $100 on a team right now to win the Super Bowl, it's the Bills, which is hard to say because the AFC, they have to go through so many hard teams. Maybe the Rams coast through the playoffs with the easier NFC. Same with the Bucs. Maybe they go on a run. Rams, Bucks just beat each other up in the playoffs and then get whoever in the Super Bowl. But I think the better team would be the Bills. That's just my opinion. But still, you are going after that wildcard spot. You have the AFC West who has potentially four teams that can make the playoffs. Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers, and Raiders. You've got to put your name in there. Same with the same with AFC North Browns Bengals. You have to put your name in there saying, Hey, we can get a wild card spot. We're not going to win the division, but we can get a wild card spot. We add Tyreek Hill, we have all this speed, we have a pretty good young defense. I think Holland was a phenomenal pick out of Oregon for them. He's turned out to be a young superstar for them on defense. But like I mentioned, all these offensive minded guys that they picked up that Mike McDaniel knows exactly what to do with. You, you saw what he did with Debo, uh, with all the, every it seemed like every running back with the 49ers had success. You know, Mostert, Elijah Mitchell, so on. Mike McDaniel's a great coach. There's a reason why he got picked up. And it, he might be one of the weirdest guys, you know, talking in press conferences and stuff like that. But Mike McDaniel knows what he's doing. I'm excited to see this offense running behind Mike McDaniel. And what does this do for the Chiefs? A lot. Because the Chiefs got a lot of picks. Uh, matter of fact, they have 11 total picks this year. They have six in the first 103 picks. Six picks in the first 103. 11 total picks this year. They just signed MVS, like I said. They signed Juju. So Juju's going to be a slot guy, play outside probably a little bit. But just a physical inside slot guy. We've seen what he's done with the Steelers. I think he's a great fit. Um, Pringle left. Uh, Who else left? Somebody else left for them. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but they had another guy on offense leave. Um, But still, you have to... I I say they're definitely in the running for another wide receiver. I I don't think MVS says, hey, we're good on wide receiver. You know, you have Kelsey. He acts like he's a wide receiver, but still, the Chiefs are absolutely in the running for a wide receiver in the draft. Maybe, uh, Maybe a vet guy. You know, there are some rumors some other wide receivers were visiting recently outside of MVS. I know you paid him, what, three years, $30 million, something like that. But still, you've got to be in the running for a guy because Tyreek Hill has been your explosive playmaker for the last, what, six years. He He was one of four players since 1970 to get six touchdowns in each of his first six seasons. The only other three guys that did that was Randy Moss, Larry Fitzgerald, and Marvin Harrison. If you're ever mentioned in a sentence with those guys, I don't care if it's skipping rocks in a lake. You're in good company. So you can't, you can't take away that and just say, ah, we'll get another fast guy. Do they draft the Jamison Williams out of Alabama, who plays a lot like Tyreek Hill? Take the top off of defense. Get deep. Get that speed after the catch on short throws, and then get behind the defense on deep throws. I think Jamison Williams is a great pick for the Chiefs if he falls that far. Like I said, you got some picks this year. You got pick 29, pick 30. I don't know if he's going to make it that far, but if not, you have a guy like Jahan Dotson, maybe Drake Lennon goes that far back, maybe Chris Olave. The wide receivers are so hard to predict for this draft. But still, you got to have some help on offense because like I said, the Broncos got better. The Chargers got better. The Raiders got a heck of a lot better adding Devontae Adams. What is your move? You've lost some other guys. Uh, uh, Chardavius. He's on the 49ers now. You lost some defensive guys. It looks like Tyron Matthews going somewhere else. We don't know where. You signed uh, Reed to replace him. That's nice. But still, you have to keep up this, this explosive offense that helped you beat the Bills. What's your next move? And for me, it's that they're going to be getting a wide receiver. They have to. Uh, for, for Mahomes' sake and for the sake of, hey, we need to win the AFC uh, West again. Did you see what these other teams have done? We're the only team that has really taken a step back. That's all I'm saying. So if you're a Chiefs fan, maybe you're concerned. Yes, Tyreek Hill won a lot of money. What is he like? 28. Um he got a huge contract, highest paid wide receiver in NFL history. Which, I mean, I get it. Four-year, 120 million dollars. If I'm the, the Chiefs, I'm not, I'm not too comfortable paying that either but he deserves it after everything he's done like i said he's been the most explosive wide receiver in the nfl in the last few years he's helped the chiefs go to the super bowl many times win the super bowl but still i i don't think not one team really lost this miami just went all in on this and it might backfire the most on them if things don't work out but I, I don't see it not working out for Miami. And I don't I don't see the Chiefs being like, dang, we should have paid him four years, $120 million, $72.2 million guaranteed on a wide receiver, heading into the back half of his career. And I get it. He's still dominant. But you have to think about the future. It's business. It is what it is. I didn't see it coming. I was, you know, taken back by it. Um, but the fact that, you know, talks got stopped right away and it was like boom. Either the Dolphins or it's the Jets. And he was like, Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about the Jets. I knew I was going to Miami and I don't blame him. I wouldn't want it, Miami over the New York Jets. Like, not even location wise, that alone screams Miami. Roster wise, coaching wise, I'm headed to Miami if I'm a wide receiver. So I like it for both parties, but the Chiefs, it's just not a good year to take a step back. Like, how crazy would it be if they don't make the playoffs? You cannot rely on just Kelsey who's a wide receiver, tight end, you know, best in the league arguably at what he does. But you just can't lean on that this season and say, hey, you know, Marquez Van Escanly might be enough. You know, he's a fast dude. He's a fast guy. He can get up to that 22-mile-an-hour range, but he's not Tyreek Hill. That's all I'm going to say about it. Um, it. It's interesting to see what the NFL looks like this season coming up. And I'm sure there's going to be more things that goes on. Like we said, Tyron Matthews still hasn't been signed. There's a lot of big name guys out there still. But with these, can the Browns win the AFC North? I think they can make a very strong push if Watson isn't suspended, which still we'll have to find out. You know, If he is suspended, how long is he suspended? I think they signed uh, Jacoby Brissett as well behind him, if I'm not mistaken. So they have have a backup plan. They got rid of Case Keenum. They got a backup plan just in case. Devontae Adams to the Raiders. This gives Carr everything he needs to succeed. But is it enough to win or compete in the AFC West, which is completely loaded at the time? You went from being the worst team in the AFC West to, hey, you got the best wide receiver in the NFL now. You might be able to keep up with these guys now. And then for Tyree Kill and the Dolphins, like I said, you have you know you're not going to you know beat the Bills. You're not going to sleep the Bills. You're not going to win your division, but still you have to just fight for that that wild card spot. You have to win enough games to get that wild card spot over one of the teams that's left out in the AFC North and then one of the teams left out in the AFC West. So that's what it comes down to. And they go all in. I don't blame them. You know, Mike McDaniel, this is the most this this is the most aggressive this Miami Dolphins team has been in a very long time. Mike McDaniel's wasted no time. He said, I know my guys. I know who I want and I'm going to go get them. I'm going to bring some from the 49ers with me. I'm going to go out and sign the biggest, you know, wide receiver we can. So there's a lot to to be told for this season, but there's not going to be a single dull moment at all. And there's a lot of implications towards the draft. Do the Packers finally draft a wide receiver? Do the Browns, you know, build up those depth pieces and help add a little bit more to have long-term success on their team? And then what does life after Tyreek Hill look like for the Chiefs? Can they get a good replacement? And I think they absolutely can in the first round. Like I said, uh, Jamison Williams is a great you know, replacement. You can't expect you know success right away, but I think he would be the one that really fits in the best of what Tyreek did, catching short passes, taking them for a long ways, breaking tackles, just being elusive, and then being able to get behind the defense and being wide open on some of these plays, for me, Jamison Williams is that guy. So if I'm the Chiefs, that's who I'm looking at. I'm excited to see what, what goes down with all this. And like I said, guys, keep checking out um, the shows that we have here on the TakeOver Podcast, regardless if it's NFL, college basketball, MLB, Blaine and them are killing it with the SEC, Donovan and uh, Monty Ball over there with the uh, Big Ten Podcast. So there's just a lot going on. MLB is finally getting going, so check out that as well. Um, and like I said, download the Price Picks app get in on all the action. I can't tell you how much fun it is. You see the bar like going up and you pick like three guys and if two of them hit, you win a certain amount of money. But if all three hit, then you win like the uh, five times multiplier. Like it's just a ton of fun, especially during March Madness. And like I said, with MLB, NHL stuff going on right now, it's a great opportunity to jump on. Get 100% matching bonus when you on your first deposit when you join in. You can't beat it, and the app is awesome. It's easy to use, so check out Prize Picks and get in on all the action, and don't miss the action we have here on the TakeOver Sports uh, Network. And Like I said, guys, we're happy to be part of the Players Lounge, and I'll keep you all in tune with everything going on in the NFL as we lead up to the draft. i got a couple more player interviews lined up. I'm excited to see, but there's always action going on this offseason, so as soon as something else breaks, I'll jump right back in. Uh, with the free agency stuff, but I'm gonna get right back to the mock drafts. I'm gonna do a mock draft for the Packers, for the Chiefs, and see what life looks like after Tyree Kill and Devontae Adams. So I'm excited to share that with y'all. Maybe have on some content creators from some other teams to represent, like I have with the other mock drafts. to so stay tuned. Even if you're not a fan of the team, like I-, I love doing mock drafts for other teams. I'm like, oh man, can you imagine so and so? Like, man, can you imagine Rogers getting Drake London? Can you imagine him getting this guy? Like, and just doing a full-on mock draft. It's a lot of fun. I don't just do my team. I do everybody's team. So I'm excited. Like I said, stay tuned. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Subscribe. Don't miss out on all the action, but I will see y'all next time on the draft takeover podcast. Peace.